everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Soba. Busy Living Soba. It is episode 156, 156 episodes. Oh my golly gracious. It used to just be me and tonight you have just me. Or today, March 20, what is today? March 24th. Wow, what a week. It's been eight days that I've been in isolation. And um, it's a crazy time. It's crazy. Um, the craziest thing about it is, is that I can't think too much about it. I've been spending my time not focused on really what's going on. I just focus what's in my house and what I have to do for that day. And I always, um, each day, it's, you know, it's a little different what I'm going to do. So, you know, I have these crafts I love to do. I love to paint and I love to needlepoint. I've been cooking more than I normally do, which is something kind of crazy. I don't really like to cook anymore, but I've been cooking. <laughs> it's been something I've been doing. I've been cooking a lot, actually, and um, cleaning a lot. And it's weird because, you know, you normally do these things each week that you want to do. Like you meet up with girlfriends or friends and you do certain things and you go shopping or you go whatever. You go to work. You go and you do things that... You feel productive doing it, and now you're in your house, and it's a totally different thing. And all three of my kids are home. Um, you know, my oldest works in Washington, so he came home because his job was, you know, he can work remotely. And then two of my kids' colleges have closed. So I have that going on, too. So it's kind of like a very, very, very weird time. You know, I have all these grown children living in my house that are, quote, unquote, adults, and they're in my house, and... You know, there's no partying here, obviously, because it's busy living sober, and busy living sober doesn't have any booze. And um, so it's just, I think, an adjustment for everyone, and it's trying to stay in, you know, it's kind of like staying in the middle of the bed. Like, I'm just trying to live each day in the middle of the bed. I don't go over too much on one side, and I don't go over on the other. I was actually just having a conversation with JF earlier today about how I'm kind of proud of myself that I haven't really blown up. My old me would be blowing up all the time. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm pissed off at this. I'm pissed off at that, especially being hungover. Oh, my God, yelling. I can't imagine drinking and going through this. I have to tell you that. I cannot imagine. For one, I know certain cities. Florida has not closed its liquor stores that I know of. I, I've, at least I haven't heard that they have. I, don't, I know they've closed bars and restaurants, but I don't think they've closed liquor stores. But I know in Pennsylvania, where my where um, I raised my kids, they closed all the liquor stores because they're run by the state. And the mayhem and the mania and the craziness that came out of people I heard was really kind of scary. I mean, they're like, oh, my God, there isn't enough. And I can't imagine thinking, oh, my God, I can't get my, my drug of choice, which is that was alcohol. Um I would be crazy. I would be this person standing outside a liquor store in line making sure I had cases and cases and cases of alcohol. Um, thank God I don't live like that anymore, but I wonder how many people feel that way. You know, I was talking to a really good friend of mine today, and her husband drinks, and she doesn't know if he's one of us because I think it's hard to diagnose somebody else. So all I know and all she knows is that he's drinking and he's really trying to hide it, and he's really trying to keep, like, his like uh, his consumption to like okay I can't I can't tip it but oh my god I remember that I remember drinking and being like okay when is it really I, I have to say I remember thinking I don't want to get wasted and I always got wasted but I can't imagine having to try and do it this 
husband's doing, which is like managing what he's doing, like how much he's drinking and being like, okay, I've had five or six or seven and oh, they can tell. Oh, they can tell. Oh, they can tell. Oh, she can see it. She can see it. Oh, I've got to back off. Like that would be so, oh my God, the mind F that you would go through would be crazy. I mean, do you remember if you're listening, do you remember, or are you somebody who's investigating and listening for the first time to busy living sober? And you're like, I totally get what you're talking about. Like that sense of like, did I have too much? Can they tell I'm drunk and going in the bathroom and putting water on your face and going, Oh my God, I think I'm really wasted. And knowing that you're really wasted and there's nothing you can do about it because you're already in it. And you're like, how am I going? I do remember one time. I remember one time that I was in Colorado and I was in a hotel and my kids were in the hotel room with a babysitter and I didn't want the babysitter to see me. And I was so messed up. Like, oh my gosh, I was so messed up. I was, oh my gosh, I was really a mess and I did not want her to see me. And you know, you're in the, I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, I don't want her to see me, but I know she's going to see me because I, she's going to leave my kids in there. Oh my, it was just crazy. The insanity that we go through and then being in a pandemic and feeling like I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I think that it would be like living on hell on earth. I think that sounds like maybe my description of hell on earth is being in that place of being like, I'm wasted and I can't do anything about it. And I don't like this feeling, but there's nothing I can do. See, that's the nice thing about being sober. You can change the way you feel. You can look at things differently. You know, it takes practice. It takes practice. Um, I was talking to another friend and she was talking about everything that we do takes practice, right? It takes practice to realize, all right, what am I going to do? And I'm in a routine and then you change and you move or something happens and then you change your routine and then what does it look like? How do you do life like that? It's really taking time to figure, to figure out what is it that makes you tick? What is it that gets you going? What is it that feels comfortable? What is it that I like and what I don't like? That takes time. You know, I um, was, you know, I really, I, it took me a long time to actually feel like a normal person, I have to say, and be like, it's okay. You know, in the beginning, I wanted everybody to know I was sober. So hence, I started these busy living sober and sober not ashamed. It was all about the fact that I wanted everybody to know that I wasn't a drunk anymore. I was so excited to know, oh, my God, I don't want anybody to look at me as the person that has to drive your kids around or whatever, and I'm drunk, even though I don't know how many people looked at me that way anyway. But I, I was so excited to not be a drunk anymore. So that was one thing that I went through. And getting into that place that I'm comfortable with the fact that, okay, I'm telling everybody I don't drink anymore. That was huge. Getting comfortable. Getting comfortable is something that I work on every day. Getting comfortable. I work on getting comfortable each and every day now. It's like learning to like to live in my own skin. I think that's the hardest part for the alcoholic is really liking what we who we are and what's inside us. And speaking our truth and being okay with speaking our truth and realizing that we are who we are and that's okay and that's enough and realizing that we can take the time to figure out who we are and that's okay and we're going to mess up and I mess up all the time but being able to say I'm sorry I messed up or taking a breath and going it's okay I don't know what's going to happen in five minutes this whole pandemic 
has been really difficult for a lot of people because none of us know what's going to happen. None of us, not even the president of the United States. I know the president of the United States today said that he wanted it to be over by, uh, by Easter. I'm like, I'm sure you want it to be over by Easter. I'm sure everybody wants this to be over by Easter, but is it safe? None of us know, but it's so hard to just live in the day. Look at the president of the United States can't even live in the day. Nobody can live in the day. Nobody can go, you know what? I know for the next 24 hours, I have enough food, I have enough water, I have enough shelter, I've got shelter, I'm good for 24 hours. That's where I have to live right now. That's where I live. That is where I find my peace and my joy is in that 24 hours. Today, today, in where my feet are right now. I'm looking at my feet, I am here right now, and everything's okay. I know what's gonna, I have no idea what's gonna happen in five minutes. I have no idea what's gonna happen in five I don't know, five hours, five days, five weeks. It changes all the time. I have no idea. This pandemic is a hard thing to deal with because none of us know. So we all are living in this. I heard this great thing today. I have to share it with all of you. We live in this state of worry. And they said worrying is like being in a rock, rocking chair. You're doing something, but you're not going anywhere with it. It's not changing Nothing's changing while you're sitting in the rocking chair. Nothing's changing when you're worrying. It's just you're worrying. That's your state for the moment. It's the state of worry. It's not the state of like, oh, I'm happy for the moment. No, because I'm so busy worrying about what something you have no control over. None of us have had any control over anything. All I've in control over is me and my thoughts and what action I'm willing to take for my thoughts. So if I'm having negative actions and negative feelings for someone, what am I going to do with that? For me, I pray about it. I give it to God. I have a God box in my house. And um, I put people in my God box. And I pray for them. And um, I know I can't change anyone. The only person I can change is me. And so what am I going to do to change me? I want to be a little nicer. I want to be a little more caring. I don't want to scream at my kids anymore. I feel like they're in their 20s. I feel like I've already done my job pretty much raising them. And at this point, they better figure it out on their own. And if they don't have it, I mean, God bless them. But, you know, I don't want to micromanage them anymore. I really, that's one thing I've gotten out of this huge ability to have them in my house right now. It's like, I don't want to control them. I want them to be who they are and be the best people that they can be. And... Beyond that, there's nothing else I can do. You know, I can be there to support them if they want to talk, but it's not my gig. You know, I gave them everything. I gave them, you know, I raised them and sent them to college, and now I wish them the best. <laughs> and I want them to come back in my house, and I want them to live in my house, and I want them to, you know, just do my special things that I want to have done, my little, like, do the dishes, and if you use the bathroom and you're a boy, put the seat down, and if you eat something, clean it up. And maybe walk the dog every once in a while or walk the dogs every once in a while and help me out there. But beyond that, like your laundry's your gig and all that's your gig. And you can come here and watch TV, do whatever you want to do. You've got a bedroom, go enjoy it. But beyond that, I don't want to micromanage what they're doing, who they're seeing, what they're talking about. It's none of my business. That, my friends, is huge growth for me. Because I never felt like for a long time, it was like, they're my kids. It's my job to tell them what to do. Well... If they're acting out of hand, I might tell them what to do. But nine out of ten times, I think I trust whatever they're doing and making good choices. That's huge. That is huge. So this pandemic and how you're feeling and how you're getting through it is, um, it's huge how you're doing it. How are you doing it? 
How are you doing this? How are you getting through this one day at a time? Does JF want to come in here and join me? He just walked into the room, everybody. So do you want to come? I think he wants to be part of this. He misses me. I was going to jump in the pool, but what's going on? I'm just doing Busy Living Sober. I'm here talking to my peeps in the world and telling them about Busy Living Sober. And I do want to do a shout out to my friend D, Darylin, who's down in Texas. I love you. It was so great to hear from you this past weekend. I loved hearing from you. I miss you. And I'm so glad you reached out to me. And um, I'm glad you're going to be listening again. I've missed you, even though... I always think about you. I always think about everybody who writes to me. I always think. I also have to do one other little minor, like, for the people that listen, I don't know. I get people writing to me all the time, and they want to promote their business, their rehab, their book. I'm not here about, Busy Living Sober isn't about making money at all. Um, I'm not here to promote anyone's business. I'm not here to promote anybody's book. This is not like, um, this isn't Barnes and Noble or anything like that. This is not a platform that I use to sell stuff. It's not a platform I use to promote anything. All I'm promoting really is getting busy living sober in your moment. And if you want to come and tell your story about what your life was like and what it's like today, I'm totally psyched to do that. But I don't want to talk about a book that you wrote or promote any books because the reality is that's not what this is all about. So back to our regularly scheduled program, which is what are we doing with this pandemic? So hi, JF. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. really good. I'm good. good. I'm good. How was your day? was all right. Well, I finally got off my butt and did a little bit of exercise today. I've been so busy that I just haven't had time for it. Um, so it was nice to, like, break out in a sweat instead of the sweat of anxiety. <laughs> Are you having anxiety? Well, you know, my job can be, can be, uh, can cause anxiety from time to time. And what do you do? So what do you recommend to the person that's out there that's worried? I know that I can tell you this, and then I'll have you finished. But somebody called me and they're like, oh my gosh, my portfolio, I lost all this money and all the rest of it. And I think that you have said to me before that, um, that uh, you know, if you lose, you haven't lost anything unless you need to use it. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, sorry. Chasing somebody away from the door. I guess. I don't know. It's not what I do. Yeah, but if you had somebody that's out there that says to you, oh my gosh, I lost I something just say, in the market. I would just say this too shall pass. It always does. You know, like when I have my anxiety about work, it's like, oh my God, like this, this, this is going to be, it's going to be over. This is going to be it. But yet here I am. I'm still here. So see, it's just bad thinking. It's bad you just, thinking. You just plod, you keep plodding along. You do the best you can. And, uh, you know. And you don't drink under any and all circumstances. Because oh, no. I think well, that. Well, yeah, then, I'd lo- then my job would be done if I did that. <laughs> see, I would lose it all. So I don't want to lose it all. Uh, yeah. So that's not an option. Um, you know, and the only option is to uh, recenter, get back in the moment, and uh, you know, keep moving forward. Do the best you can. That's all. That's that's how I handle it. So I'm um, I'm also starting a spirituality course, um, and I cannot a spirituality pre- course. Mm-hmm. Right. What it's is, only what is four, that? It's like meditation course. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's Thiet Ha Nan or something. I can never pronounce his name. Anyway. So I, um, hmm. um, I'm going to do that, and that starts on the 25th, and it's three hours a day, and I'm starting that tomorrow, and I'm kind of excited about that, doing some mindfulness. Oh, that's nice. Because I feel like the spirituality, it's the part that I'm loving that I'm getting this time out, because how often do you ever get a time out? I know for me, I, JF sits at a desk all day, 
So he's not like his wife who's out running around 24-7. I run around a lot. I do a lot of stuff. I'm involved in a lot of things. I like to do a lot of things. So I have a lot of friends in different places and different things I like to do. And I love that. And now that all of that has stopped, it's given me the opportunity to do those things that I mentioned earlier in the podcast, which is painting. I'm painting a lot. I'm doing a painting like every other day. I'm needle pointing. And um, I'm going to do the spirituality. And I'm trying to do, I, I feel like God has given us this time out. When you hear that the, the you know, the canals of Venice are now have, have dolphins in them again and sea life in them again. And I, I think the sea life was always there. It was just too dirty and mucky because of humans. And now they're able to go out and swim again. And they can see them again. And I think that we're all given this opportunity now to take this time out. And how are we going to use it to better ourselves? I have to say on one little small... I'm like, when Donald Trump said he wants it over by Easter, I'm like, oh, I wanted it to be three months. I'm kind of bummed that he wants it to be over so soon. (laughs) Even though I do believe, like I said earlier, that he has no idea what he's talking about because who knows when it's going to be over. But um, living in the day... If I live in the day and I live in the beauty of the day, my days are amazing. And I just, there's so many gifts outside that I miss because when we're moving all the time and getting from A to B to C to D to E to F, and I can go all the way down the alphabet, when we're busy doing all those things, I have no, I miss so much. You mean when you're like running from task to task? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Or if you're walking around with that, crazy cell phone in your hand or just even being driven around with it and you find yourself staring at the screen instead of looking out the window right you miss everything well i'm, I'm trying to prove that right now like right now this time right now this is especially this is in quiet your house time. yeah mm-hmm. and i've been i've been going on every day for those that don't know uh, no i'm on facebook and i'm on instagram and i do these lives every day for about two or three minutes so i just you know just give some optimistic thoughts or whatever for the day And, um, it's nice because as I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of fear and Jeff brought up that word anxiety and, you know, how am I going to not be anxious today? How am I not going to want to pick up a drink today and not want to, and want to hide my feelings rather than having my feelings, right? I don't, I I don't want to drown my feelings out with alcohol and I don't want to drown my feelings out with food. I don't want to drown my feelings out with anything today. I just want to be able to feel and know that I want to wear life. It's kind of like this time out has given me the ability to wear life like a loose garment. Mm. Meaning for the listener that's out there, um, especially if you're a woman, I don't know how men would describe it. And maybe you can help JF, maybe not. I don't know. But for us, it's like when I have been on the beach and I have a little sunburn and I put on a sundress and nothing else. And it's like a loose garment. That is how life is feeling to me right now. Like literally it's like a loose garment. Like I'm just letting go and I'm just living in the moments. And it's given me, I get to do my painting and I get to do my needlepoint and I get to do these things that normally I feel like I'm too busy running around to do them. It is nice. It's good to have that break. And it seems like <clears throat> the, a lot of people are getting a break right now. And a lot of people I talk to are really kind of enjoying it. You know, they're spending time with family because that's what you do. And they're, you know, talking about a lot of things that they never got to talk about. They have really, 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 everybody has slowed down tremendously. I can tell you, everybody that I talk to 
is saying the same thing as like, if this lasts for too long, none of my clothes are going to fit because everybody's just slowing down so much, you know? Um, but you're not. Well, I, I, my work is very busy and it's sort of taken over other parts of my life. So I'm trying to get some balance in my life. You're right. People that do what I do have been like, it's sort of like it's feast or famine. So, you know, while everybody else has time off, um, you know, people that do what I do are like super busy right now, but you know, that will pass too. And, and I think it's probably like, I haven't really got the chance to talk to you, to you about it, but I'm sure with, you know, all this time on your hands, you need to find balance as well. I would think, you know, so I think well, we all need to find it. Well, I have to tell you, so the people that are out there and I'm going to put this, I, I'm going to put this link on my, on underneath this, but, um, I started a meeting, so I go to a 12-step meeting, uh, normally pretty often in Florida, and so when this happened eight days ago, I started a, a Zoom meeting, and it's at 8 a.m. in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. It's called Morning Hope. So I start my day with that, and I so I start my day about 8 o'clock, and I have a meeting, and I talk to a bunch of people all over the world, which is so cool. Like today, there were uh, four people from Sydney, Australia, and that was really cool. There was somebody from London. There was somebody from Philadelphia. I mean, there were people from all over. It was really, really fun. And um, they're all sober, and we're all trying to get another day. So that was really awesome. And people talk about where they are and dealing with the pandemic, and everybody's feeling it all over the world. So that's kind of cool, too, because we're all relating on the same topic. So that's where I start my day. And then from there, I do some form of exercise, whatever it may be. If I go for a walk, today I went on a bike ride, I get on the elliptical, I do some form of working out. Then I eat something, and then I make a lunch or something, and then by 1 o'clock, 1.30, I do a painting or I sit and I stitch. And that's been about my, that's what I've been doing each day. And then, you know, it's before you know it, it's five o'clock and like now today it's, it's six 30 already. And here we are. And I am, I still have my dinner <laughs> and I need to, but, um, I'm taking this time as a time to go, you know, be very, I'm talking to God a lot more than I normally do. I'm praying a lot more than I normally do. I, um, I'm just trying to stay in my own hula hoop, and that's not always easy. And um, But I'm trying to really do that, and I'm trying to be of service to my family the best way I can. I don't bring in any income, but I hope I bring peace and serenity to my family. I, um, I help a lot of people each day, so I'm on the phone with a lot of people a lot during the day. I do talk on the phone. I tend to talk on the phone to a lot of women during the day, and help them in whatever place they're in spot that day. And so I do that. So I really, um, I found, I, I'm, it's been really actually kind of nice. And I, I haven't been shopping, which is something I normally do. And I haven't shopped at all. And that's been, you know, it's kind of nice. I don't need anything. I have um, all my art supplies and I have all my needlepoint and it's all good. That's right. We have plenty of food. And, uh, you know, we're pretty well bunkered down, I think. I did all the food shopping a week ago. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of food. We have a lot of food. I have a lot of food. I have both freezers or stuff. So that was good. I mean, and luckily I can do that. But, um, you know, the alcoholic and being in that thought space of when is this going to be over and what am I going to do? And, oh, my God, my feelings, my feelings, my feelings. And if I watch the news, it's really easy to turn off the TV and read a book. You can draw a picture. 
You can um, watch Netflix. You can watch Hulu. I mean, the, the the channels are by far more than I've ever seen in my whole entire life. I mean, I it, there's so much to watch on TV. It gets so there are so many choices that I can't even make a choice sometimes. And eat ice cream. You know, if you're craving and you're newly sober and you're like, "What? I've got this craving for sugar." Get ice cream. Fill your refri- freezer up with ice cream too, because ice cream's a huge thing that has always been one of my things that comforts me is my ice cream, you know, and getting through this with getting some sugar and I have candy bars and I have sugar-free ones and I have non-sugar-free ones. And, um, and I'm just not taking the, you know, the whole thing about gaining weight or not gaining weight, you know, at the end of the day, who really gives it, you know, SHIT because it doesn't really matter. What really matters is how you feel on the inside. And it's an inside job, this whole thing about being sober and busy living sober. It's all about being, it's about an inside job and what is going to make you feel okay. And it's not staring backwards or trying to get a, a crystal ball and tell, see what's going to happen in the future. It's all just being in the moments. And how are you getting busy living in so busy living sober in a fa- in the way that like, you know, you can't change it. How are you going to fall in love with you? It's all about falling in love with yourself and what are your needs and making sure you're taking care of those needs and not having to be too codependent or be just be you and love you for who you are, not for who somebody else wants you to be, not for what anybody else wants to see you. It's for you. How are you going to fall in love with you? And I always tell people to check out Louise Hay with that because Louise Hay talks about this mirror work where you look in the mirror and it's kind of like an old Stuart Smalley thing on Saturday Night Live where you're like, oh my gosh, I love myself. I love myself, which feels very uncomfortable when you do it. At least it did for me, but it worked. Sounds like you're really living in the solution there, hon. Well, I I always try to. So it's awesome. You know, I am... um, you know, I love busy living sober. I love helping alcoholics. I love, love, love helping alcoholics. I love telling somebody I love them. I um, I love giving hugs. That's the one thing I really am missing is giving hugs to people because I miss seeing my peeps and giving hugs to them. But um, I'm doing them virtually on this um, meeting in the morning, and then I FaceTime a lot of people. So... Um, it's like, it's all good. You know, luckily for, I mean, I'm very blessed in that I don't have little kids right now. I don't know what I would be doing if I had to, um, if I had to homeschool anyone. Cause there's been some funny memes. I mean, I have to tell you, it's like with the homeschooling, it's like, oh, two have been two, two of the kids have already been expelled and the teacher's been fired for drinking on the job. I mean, it's just hysterical. <laughs> some of the stuff that people are putting out there and it's just, I I I feel for you if you have small kids. I'm sending big hugs to you through this computer and um and this vo- through my voice. I love you. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. This too shall pass. I don't know when, but it will. And just enjoy the moments because all we have is today. And finding gratitude. Gratitude is a huge attitude to have. And I um have a gratitude list that I do with some people every day. And I, in the morning, I start off sending a gratitude and other, some people are first or sometimes I'm the last one, but you know, every day I'm grateful for something. And it might be so simple as the fact that I have a toothbrush and I have toothpaste in the bathroom. I'm grateful for that. Um, and it could be something really big that all my kids are healthy. Like there's so many things you could be grateful for. The fact that I have food in my refrigerator, the fact that I have a roof over my head. And if I have an attitude of gratitude, They say a grateful alcoholic will not drink. 
So if I'm grateful, then I don't have to go to that place of shame, blame, all these buzzwords that are out there that are debilitating. Like the word anxiety. When Jay brought up that word a couple seconds ago, I was like, ah, stop, don't say that word. <laughs> because this isn't about anxiety. This is about being free in you and loving you and being proud of yourself for being sober today. It's not about those other yucky feelings. Because as I said, they don't, they, all they do is take up space in your head. Those feelings mean nothing. They, and that's what meditation does. If you, if, but the people listening have ever meditated, there's a great thing called Insight Timer. There's Calm. Just doing it for a minute. You don't have to attach to any feeling. It's the, the reality is, is just having the feeling come and watch it go like clouds go by. You don't have to hold on to any of these feelings. You get to let them go. You get to be in the moment again. You get to be zen. You get to be whatever you want to be. And if you're not in a great situation and you need a timeout out of your house, you can go on a walk. I tell people, go walk in the rain, go walk in the snow, wherever you are in this world. And if you're listening, I, can, I know you can get outside and you can be okay. So do that. Take some time out today for you, if that's a bubble bath or whatever it is. But don't drink. Please, 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 please don't drink. It's not going to make any of this better, I can tell you that. These problems will all still be here, even if you pick up a drink. They're not going away. They are here with you, and so you have to deal with them. And how are you going to deal with them face on? And how are you going to deal? It's just take a deep breath and keep walking. And if you need a timeout and you need to go outside, go say to your family, I need a timeout. I'm going to take a walk. And take that walk and take care of you. Because that's the only people you can take care of is yourself. And I hope that everybody that listened got something out of this. Because this COVID-19 is full of fear and full of all those ugly words that we don't want to talk about. All we need to talk about is staying sober and getting one more day of sobriety. So if nobody's told you today, congratulations for getting a day, another day. I'm cheering you on. I'm cheering you on. I'm psyched for you. And uh, Busy Living Sober wouldn't be here if I didn't have you people out there that are trying to get one more day. So congratulations. If I could give you a high five, a fist bump, a elbow bump, whatever it is, I would do it if I could do it in person. And we know I can't do that today. But I'm here and I'm rooting you on. So know that somebody cares about you. Somebody loves you. And if you have any questions and you have any topics you would like me to cover, please reach out to me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com. On my Busy Living Sober page, there is a tab that says Morning Hope. That is the name of the Zoom meeting. And come check it out. Um, you know, you can see me, you can participate. You don't have to participate Do whatever you'd like to do, but if you want to come, I'd love to have you. I'd love to see you because we have people from all over the world and it's been amazing. And, um, thanks Jeff for popping in and thanks for having me. You're welcome. And next week, I think we have a guest coming back that everybody loves. Oh, I, I think know who that is. Well, Can't we, wait. yeah, it'll be fun. So until next week, keep getting busy living sober. Bye-bye. Um. 